Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. So wonderful to have so many of you gathered here together. We've carried on a a conversation. I like to think a dynamic conversation. I love your comments. You can always write me at jangoldstein.com and uh, get on there and send a note to me. Uh, You'll find my books there. You'll find my podcast, my blog. And um, so thrilled to have you here. We are approaching this magical season here. And each week we try to reframe it and find sort of a power, I would say, that may have eluded us, but that we may need just to be reminded of or to help discover because that's what comes from reframing life, looking at it from a different angle and discovering all that matters in the midst of all of that. And uh, as I say, there is much to be found in folktales and in stories, and I wanted to share one with you at this time. This is a folk legend. It concerns one group of people who learn nothing from misfortune, and another that use their knowledge to forge hope, learning to succeed through integrating the lessons of their wounding experiences, those experiences in life that hurt them. They found a way to make use of it, of the wisdom inside the wound. This is a story about the difference between heaven and hell. In hell, there is a long banquet table, brimming with food. The people sitting at the table are on high stools, and their arms are wrapped in a snug material, cocoon-like. Each person holds his or her own solitary utensil, a four-foot-long spoon that he or she must wield with his or her own mouth, making him, her, unable to feed themselves. The pain and suffering is everywhere. In heaven's room, the setup is exactly the same. A banquet table brimming with food, People with arms wrapped, snug and cocoon-like, sitting on stools with four-foot-long spoons that they wield with their mouths. Only here, they are happy and well-fed. How can this be? The difference is simple. It's that here in heaven, they have learned to feed one another. Close your eyes. I'd love each one of us to take a moment to guide ourselves inward because this story is very much about hope, about optimism, about finding the way in which our failures can lead to success, in which Knowledge comes from the wounds we've received in life, from the difficulties and challenges we've met, 
and that we then turn them into blessings. I want each one of us in this special season of hope and light to bless our own ability to nourish a knowing optimism in ourselves. Express in our hearts that we love ourselves enough to use the understanding and hope of any wounds that we've suffered to help us succeed on life's journey. So I suggest this coming week, make a checklist of hope. I mean, each day maybe just jot down, maybe on your phone or computer, piece of paper you keep in your pocket or just in your mind's memo. Record in that journal an image or a feeling of hope you experience because they're all over and they're all around. They're just fleeting sometimes and we don't take the time to notice them. You might recall the encouraging manner in which some coworker or friend spoke to you or a a friend's pregnancy or a, a card received from a grandchild or a lover taking your hand. Now add to this list specific acts you can perform utilizing a knowing optimism, a hope based on the knowledge learned from our wounds, for example, making a difficult decision based on what's best for your health and your success rather than on what's convenient. Writing a letter to someone with whom we've had a disagreement or an estrangement using a tone of healing rather than confrontation. Taking an hour with a family member or close friend for the sole purpose of helping them create a checklist of hope. Because as I write in my book, Sacred Wounds, our wounds that we suffer in life from any struggle, any challenge, any illness, are there possessing wisdom if we can drain away the hurt from it and recognize the light within it. We need to make the most of that. And it's more easily said than done. But Edith Wharton said, there are two ways of spreading light, to be the candle or the mirror that reflects it. Which are you? The candle or the mirror that reflects it Either way, you're putting more light out into the world. And what a wonderful gift that is. You see, we affirm actions we've taken and will take, integrating lessons of our past wounds. So when you hear a hurt in someone else's voice, check in with yourself. See if you recognize where that's coming from. You take lessons derived from your own pain and use them as emotional sunscreen to protect yourself from negative influences and allow the positive ones to flow in and out. Did you know that you can use the wisdom of your wounds to prompt yourself to make healthier and more positive choices that can lead to more success, more sense of purpose, more sense of meaning? 
When we do that, we embrace hope. And embracing hope is what, well, this time in our lives is all about. There's plenty of the opposite. Have you noticed it? Have you ticked it off in your brain? Is it a steady diet you get either from news, from the coursing dialogue that is all around us, the discussions of failure or negativity? We can do something about that. We can hold on to the good. We can make that checklist of hope and start this week. Just make a handful of notations somewhere inside you or outside you. Find the places where there is more light and note it, emphasize it, add to it. I'd like to share something I wrote a meditation for this, this generating of spiritual success that comes from our own souls. My journey in life is filled with meaning, for I choose to live it with purpose. And now, raising my eyes, a spiritual aurora emerges above me. I stand unguarded under its canopy of light, bathing in the energy of its illumination my life's intentions unfolding from my heart in thanksgiving. May I live fully in the luminescence of meaning and freely in the radiance of purpose of all that I am and have ever hoped to be. Let me recognize the beauty in my living, the gifts in my learning. Help me to embrace the many blessings of where I've been where I am right now, and where I am yet going. There are two ways of spreading light, to be the candle or the mirror that reflects it. Choose light this week. Make that checklist of hope. Let it burn bright within us. Let us be the kind of people who want to foster heaven rather than the opposite. Who learn that it's the knowledge from our wounds that leads us to make the world better and brighter. Let us be like those who sit at the table and feed one another and nourish one another. May this week find you in that checklist of hope, burning ever brighter. Here's to you. Here's to the illumination that is within you. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Matters.